Hello and welcome to the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. This is the show for rising talent, entertainment industry insiders, and those with a curiosity of what life is like in front of the camera. If you've ever struggled with getting started as a model, actor, or musician, well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with. Today's episode is hosted by Deneen White, writer, author, publicist, and TV host. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, and welcome to Coffee in the Green Room. Coffee in the Green Room. Hello, everyone. My name is Deneen White, and I am the host of the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. And today I have a very distinct honor of interviewing Marja Simon Meinfeld. She is positively one of the best connectors that I've ever met. And I've had the opportunity to work with her now for a couple of months. She's helping to publish a book for our company. And she is just a tremendous human being. Marja, thank you so much for being here today. Wow. Thank you for having me, Deneen. I love that I'm here with you. Every time I'm with you and Michael and, and the whole VIP Ignite team, I'm just energized and so grateful. And that's exactly how we feel today. Um, so, Marja, I'm doing a series of podcasts with amazing people like yourself just to kind of share your story. So can mm-hmm. you begin by introducing yourself to my audience? Uh, sure. My name is Marja Simon, and I create authors. I am an attorney by profession, and I love just going against the odds, I guess, in life. It's, it's not that I'm looking for the odds to go against. It's just that I see what's possible in the impossible in everything I do. And so even when I started law school, um, I had so many people telling me I couldn't do it. Uh, it was impossible. It's not, I I had no money. I had no connections. Oh, by the way, I had just given birth. (laughs) (laughs) I was married to somebody who, uh, was not in favor or in support of me getting my, uh, law degree. And, uh, so all of these energetic things going and I just focused on, you know what? I just need to show up. And so I, I showed up every day, no matter how painful or hard it seemed. And there were days I didn't eat um, because I needed bus fare to get to class. There were days that I didn't sleep because I had a newborn and a case to read. And, you know, and then when I look back on that time in my life and I'm just like, you know what? I've been a practice. My, that baby is now 25 years old with a kid and another one on the way. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, how did that time happen so fast? And um, I guess that you said about me, that pretty much sums up, you know, um, when I look back over, over the things that I've accomplished, the things I'm proud of, I see that it all has a common theme that no matter what the odds look like, I don't look at the, the, what's visible. I look at the vision and, and I do the same with my clients. I created author writers Academy. And when I walked away from being an attorney, when it was no longer serving me, when I was no longer feeling like I was able to contribute in a positive way, which is who I am. And it was actually making me sick to be an attorney. And, um, I had, and even my doctors were like, you have to leave that, that environment, that job, it's killing you. And stepping into that courage uh, to walk away from what was no longer serving me 
and stuff and and in complete like I don't know what's next and and being open to the possibilities and and being receptive as um, it unfolded into Author Writers Academy. And so now um, I am a publishing results expert and I help people bring their amazing, beautiful stories into the world, their wisdom and their hope. I call myself the grave robber. I'm robbing the graveyard of all of that wisdom that's going into it every day. All of those unsung heroes like like you guys at VIP Ignite. And and so I actually wake up every day knowing and loving that I'm living in my purpose and that I'm creating hope for um, everybody who reads all of the books that Author Writers Academy is producing. And I'm creating a dream come true for all of my authors in the making. So I that's what I do and that's who I am. That, that's absolutely amazing because I know... I work with a lot of talent who are aspiring actors, models, and musicians. And I know almost every one of them feels like they have a book inside of them. Almost every one of them has a story that they want to share. So it's such a tremendous opportunity for you to be that person who draws it out. And I love that you call yourself the grave robber, that you're robbing the grave of all these tremendous ideas. Because I remember I read that in your bio and I was like, that is amazing so can you talk a little bit about not only are you which <laughs> I, I just, when you say that it's just it's just it means so much because there are so many people i know that they take their stories with them and they can't pass them on something you're also branching off into is you want to start speaking for more stages so can you talk yeah. about that as well because i know you're someone you're one of the few people that i know that leans into fear in such a productive way. So can you talk a little bit about some of the experiences that you've had where you've had to lean into fear and like laugh fear in the face? And then we'll talk a little bit more about speaking from stage. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Well, like I said, it's every day, feel the fear and do it anyway. I think that's kind of an internal mantra for me. One of the things that helps me to do that is I surround myself with peers that feel the same, that do the same, that stand up for their life, that show up for their highest self. Um, when I'm with my my friends, my peer groups, I call them my, my chosen brothers and sisters. And whether we're, I suddenly find myself, uh, you know, thousands of feet up in the air uh, in a plane with the plane, with the door open. And I'm like, oh, this is my first plane jump interesting and um, next thing I'm falling out of the sky hurling through the air and and dealing with my mindset of of that moment um, or whether I'm in Fiji climbing up a 50-foot pole and standing up on the top of the pole as it's swaying um, in the wind and then making the next mental leap uh, from climbing to standing up to now uh, jumping off the pole onto the trapeze bar 15 feet out in in the air and 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 making those mental shifts and and decisions along the way um whether it's walking on fire that um you know hot burning coals that i've done at, at least 10 times or um just so many breaking boards and riding jet skis in the ocean swimming with sharks um you know riding on the camel i still remember the, the sensation of this huge beast who is low to the ground because they get on their knees when you when you get on them and then suddenly they stand up and rock back and you're like oh what did I 
you know, oh my God, you know, and, and all of these um, moments and it's not about the activity or the moment. It's about what it makes of you. It's about what it's drawing out of you. It's about showing you the possibilities. And so when I face challenges in my business or in my personal relationships or in my health, whatever it is in life, because life is going to keep lifing, I'm always aware that, hey, I did that. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I did that. I can do this. Yeah. And so it gives you a higher gauge for what's in you. It tells you the possibilities that you may not have been aware of within yourself, the strength, the power, the tenacity that you actually do have to draw from. Yeah. And so it's not um, thrills for thrills sake, because um, some of them I definitely don't want to do. Uh, one of my peers, I found myself walking across the border into Mexico and eating scorpions. I'm like, what is happening? And I had the one of the weakest stomachs. Like I used to, if I'm sitting down with a meal and uh, somebody spoke something disgusting, I was done, you know, and now I'm suddenly eating a scorpion. What is happening? You know, and And sure enough, the other day I was having a meal with my family and a bug flew into my food. And normally I would have been done and I would have been not eating for the rest of the day. And instead I was just like, and I felt the nausea come on and I said, you know what? I ate a scorpion. (sighs) Breathe. I was like, okay. (laughs) Wow. Yes. And um, so, yeah, that's um, the stepping into the courage and why I do it. It's not it's not the event. It's what the event makes of you, both in those deliberate actions and in our life. I love that. And speaking of deliberate actions, one of the biggest fears that people have is public speaking. Mm -hmm. And now you have decided to become a part of the, the of the Truth Management Speakers Bureau. So yes. can you talk a little bit about that? I, I don't feel like you have a fear of public speaking because I, I know you pretty well. But can you talk to me about why it's so important to be able to bring your message from stage to people? Oh, absolutely. You know, and this what you see here, uh, my ability to speak into topics, even uh, ad, ad hoc is made. It's not born. When I was a teenager, I was so shy. I wouldn't even dance in front of my own family. I wouldn't speak up. My mouth was closed all the time. I was six feet tall trying to hide. And uh, my mom used to tell me, you know, when you slouch, you look taller. She she played the little (laughs) psychological games on me so I would stand upright. (laughs) And I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be heard. I didn't know that I had a right to be. And when I left for college, I left the state I was in and I was in, I left New York and I was in Michigan and I looked around and a thought occurred to me. Nobody in this entire state knows who I am. So I could actually pretend to be the popular girl from high school who had all of the dates and was invited out to all of the parties. I'm just going to pretend that was my life and see what happens. And so I leaned into that. I showed up and, and I was like, oh my God, they believe me. And suddenly I was invited to all of the parties. I was being asked out by all of the guys. I had all of the friends I was, you know, and, and suddenly I was living a very different life just from a decision, a decision to show up and to not play small, not be shy. And it was literally just a decision to put on a different identity. And what I realized is that that was probably who I was all along. The shyness, the quietness was the mask. 
and I unmasked myself and allowed myself to just speak and be and exist and show up and radiate in a room. And then comes the skill sets. A lot of people are afraid also because they have not put the effort in to develop the skills necessary to be an expert in what they are passionate about. And I have spent over a decade and a half in training and speaking, in competing in, in speech contests uh, across the world, in winning, and, and also in mentoring other people on how to speak from stage, in teaching them the skill sets that I know. There are specific skills in connecting with an audience, in getting your message across, in crafting uh, how you're saying things. And without the practice you're going to be afraid because you know deep down inside that you have not allowed yourself to be uncomfortable, to learn, to grow. And you're expecting to just show up and have it be perfect. And it's just not going to happen. And so in order to counterbalance those, that fear of being on stage, honestly, it's just being afraid and doing it anyway, just like I said in the beginning. Yeah. Um, there were times where, and I'm always challenging myself and pushing myself. I did a speech in German and it was awful. <laughs> I felt so bad for the audience. My German is not good enough to be, for me to be doing an entire speech in German, but I I felt the fear and I did it anyway and they clapped politely and I was like this is a hurdle that I need to overcome and um, I didn't die <laughs> you have 100% survival rate I have 100% survival rate yes yeah so I I think getting on stages is so powerful whether it's virtual or live because I have deep meaningful powerful connections in my conversations with people one-on-one -on -one. and imagine being able to multiply that where you're actually having that conversation with 50 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, 5,000 people, and you're able to have that same impact 5,000 times with the same one conversation. That's exponential. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, and by the way, remember I told you I was afraid to dance in public when I was yes. a teenager? I actually became one of the Tony Robbins dancers dancing on stage in front of over 18,000 people for days and nights on end. And um, I was selected out of uh, 200 people that auditioned for 20 spots um, on the team, only 12 spots on stage. And I kept my spot on stage all week long. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and so that is the, the possibilities that you can go from wherever you are to a dream that you never imagined possible when you're willing to fear the fear, do it anyway and practice. Marja, I love your message. I love your, your spirit. I love just how you live life to the fullest. Like I've, I, again, I haven't known you very long, but I, the, what I know of you is like you hit the ground running wherever you are. And I think that's amazing. And I can't wait for you to, I know you've inspired thousands upon thousands of people. I can't wait to see that exponential growth for you as well, because I know that I know the impact you've made on my life. And I can't wait to see that impact, like just multiply and multiply and multiply. So for anyone who is listening to this podcast, where can people find you on social media? Yes, um, please. Uh, my website is uh, for Author Writers Academy. It is uh, awaforlife.com. 
That's A-W-A, the number four, L-I-F-E dot com. And at the bottom of that page, you can find links to all of my social media. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and, and everywhere else that there's people and words to be shared. Awesome. Well, Marja, I'm excited for you to be a part of the Truth Management Speakers Bureau. I can't wait to see you. In a few short weeks, we get to spend time together again. Yes. It's yes. going to be amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> Another and VIP Ignite event extravaganza. Oh, my gosh. Do we have some surprises up our sleeves for you this time? Ooh, I love good surprises. Oh. I love the surprises of the things I want. <laughs> yes, it's going to be amazing. So for anyone, everyone, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. Make sure that you keep following along. I have a lot of amazing interviews set up with people just like Marja that are going to, going to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone, step, lean into that fear because everything you want is on the other side of that. So make sure that you definitely subscribe and you definitely want to listen to these conversations because the best conversations in life are not only on stage, but they're in the green room when people just chat and share life. And that's what we're doing here. So Marja, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And for all of my listeners, make sure you hit subscribe because you do not want to miss one episode of the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. This is the show for rising talent, entertainment industry insiders, and those with a curiosity of what life is like in front of the camera. If you've ever struggled with getting started as a model, actor, or musician, well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with. Today's episode is hosted by Deneen White, writer, author, publicist, and TV host. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, and welcome to Coffee in the Green Room. Coffee in the Green Room.